Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spouses Only Podcast, a place where we talk about all things self-care for the military spouse. I am your host. I'm Kathleen Thompson, and I am a military spouse. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, all my returning listeners, all my new subscribers, thank you so much for listening today. Um, and uh, like I said, I'm a military spouse, but I just want to give a shout out to my husband today. Um, we just hit 20 years of marriage um, last week. And so I'm officially, you know, 20 years in the game as a military spouse. So I just, you know, we're, you know, we celebrated and we had a great time and we enjoyed ourselves and we reflected. And so, yeah, so I hit a big milestone 20 years as a military spouse. So just want to also say, you know, a big thank you to all my military spouses out there. This is not a very easy life, but it's one um, thing that I did tell him, you know, when we were reflecting and, you know, just walking and talking and enjoying, you know, one another's company. I said, I feel like the life that we've had has had so much adventure in it. We've had so much adventure, you know, and I don't know if the average spouse can say that, like, I've had so much adventure. Like, we've done a lot of different things. We lived a lot of different places, met a lot of very interesting people, went so many different places, you know, with our children, um, just me and him, you know, and I've been places, you know, by myself. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just been a lot of adventure. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed there have been more ups than there have been downs. And so I really enjoy what I do as a military spouse. I wouldn't trade my life in for anyone else's. I love it. I absolutely love being a military spouse. Like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything. I really love what we do. I love, you know, looking back and seeing what my husband does. I love being part of the community. It's really helped me grow. And I feel like I don't like I worked and I went to school, you know, throughout his entire career. And I don't feel like my life is separate from his, if that makes sense. Like, I don't necessarily feel like I have to go off and do something separate, like have a completely separate career somewhere else. And he's here and I'm there somewhere, you know, and I'm somewhere else. I've never felt like that. I've always felt like our purpose in life um, has been intertwined. And so, like I said, I, I've enjoyed it. And it feels like we said this um, maybe a couple of years ago. We feel like it's just starting to get good. Like he's been in 22 years and we're like, we feel like it's just now like, oh my gosh, I'm, we're starting to enjoy like a lot of fruits, you know, a lot of the the seeds that we've planted, you know, and we're starting to see fruit in a lot of areas that we were like, you know, we didn't know how they were going to pan out. So I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited about just the, the new year. And I am super excited to get into this topic today. If you hear something in the air, um, <laughs> that's just the planes around here. So um, yeah, let's get right into the topic for today. I really want to talk about the subject of investing in yourself, not necessarily investing in self-care, like investing in an item or investing in, in some type of program, whatever you do for yourself that 
adds value to your life, that adds comfort to your life. I feel like it's an investment in yourself, if that makes sense. So today, let's get into five points here that we're going to talk about how you can invest in yourself when it comes to self-care. Now, number one, um, I talked about earlier is just it's not really investing in a thing or a place or, you know, a program. We're really talking about adding um, more leisure to your life, adding things to your life that make you feel good, adding things to your life that make you feel comfortable. So the first thing that um, I think is really it makes sense the more you start to get into it. And that would be really investing in your workout gear. Now, for those that use, you know, a fitness pillar or a nutrition pillar as one of the things that leads them in their self-care journey, I have found that if you really take time to invest in, you know, your workout gear, your workout pieces, nice headphones, it makes the experience and the and the overall experience of self-care so much better. I know my husband, you know, he's big on fitness, but he invests. He, he, you know, he likes to wear, you know, nice and comfortable shoes, shoes that make sense for running, shoes that make sense for walking. It's an investment. So he's probably going to spend no less than $150 on a good pair of, you know, walking shoes. And he used to invest so when we were on the mainland, he used to invest so much money into his workout gear. And now that we're here in Hawaii, I wish like I would have spent more money like on workout gear because he just has something for every every type of weather. He has matching sets. He has, you know, nice shirts. He has shorts like he just has a ton of hoodies like he has hoodies for days. There's so many things for different types of weather that he has in his closet, but they're all nice. They're all quality. Most of them, you know, Nike is his thing. He has some Under Armour, but, you know, really good, good quality workout gear and quality shoes. You know, that that makes his his workout and his self-care experience so much better. So it's really, he's investing in himself. Like I said, he's not necessarily investing in a thing. He's investing in the quality of his life. So that would be the first thing that I would talk, that I would recommend is investing in your workout gear. Number two, and this is a big one for me and my husband, is we invest in books. Um, I do a lot of digital books now. I still have like, you know, a pretty good library, but my husband has, he has a really good library of books because he likes to highlight the pages. Um, and so that would be something that I could recommend that you can invest in when it comes to your self-care is books. Because I'm, I'm telling you, I read pretty much every single night before I go to sleep and he does too. I think he reads at other times during the day, but mostly primarily for us, it's at night. But investing in what you're taking into your mind is so important. Um, sometimes I go to the library and get books if I can't find them. But for the most part, I like to own the book. Sometimes, especially in digital books, you can highlight and those can turn into actual um, like 
they can compile the notes for you and you can email them to yourself. So there have been some books I have completely highlighted in that I was able to send the highlights to myself. And so when I want to go back over the book, all I have to do is pull up my notes on my phone and they're right there and I can just skim right through the entire book. So I would really consider you invest in actually what you're putting into your mind, what you're reading, what you're thinking about all the time. It really makes a big difference if you if you are being aware of the quality of the content that is going into your mind um, every day. Um, For me, even since the beginning of the year, I have not been on social media a lot. In fact, right before I started recording this podcast, I actually went on Facebook just to see if I had, you know, any messages or any notification or anything like that. And it's pretty much the same old, same old. Like I'm really not missing anything. I was just wanting to give myself a break for for the year because I think sometimes we have FOMO and we think that we're missing out on stuff on Facebook or whatever platform that you're on and you get on there and you realize like I'm not missing anything at all nothing <laughs> nothing has changed and I also I stopped um I stopped probably about it's been well we've been here maybe a year and a half like almost two years ago I stopped sharing so much of my personal life publicly. You know, a lot of people that I was friends with on Facebook, you know, they were just, you know, my relatives or people I went to high school with. But I think I learned a very important lesson is that, um, you know, a lot of things that you share on Facebook, I just don't feel like it's for public consumption. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm not super private, but I am, I, I, I do consider myself private. And so the older I get, the more I don't share as much. And I've come to realize that if the people that I want to share with are in my phone contacts, they're literally in my phone contacts. Those are the people that I have relationships with and that I will share personal things with, but I just, I just don't share. So like I said, it's just all about, you know, consumption, what you're consuming. And hands down, the best thing I think you can consume is a really good book. And I'm telling you, you read, you know, some really good books like in a year's time span. And I'm telling you, it can change your whole life. It could change your whole way of thinking, your whole paradigm, how you how you view life, how you view it, it. It's just so many different levels to what books can actually, how they can actually change your life. And I've been an avid reader since I was really little. So investing in books is one of the best things you can possibly do. So number three, and we're almost there. We're almost halfway done. And number three, I would say, and I've talked about this before, just because I'm someone who likes to dress up. <laughs> I don't get to do it as much in Hawaii just because it's just so casual here and there's really um, nowhere to wear the things that, they, that I have and they're all packed away, but is investing in your appearance. I would tell you this hands down, and I know no one believes it, but investing in your appearance is so important. If you think that you can show up in a room at a job interview, at a meeting, you know, and no one is looking at the way that you're dressed, please believe me, it is not true. There is always someone looking at you, whether you know it or not. Have you ever 
had something on or had a perfume on or, or had your makeup done or had your hair a certain way or had a certain pair of shoes on and some random stranger while you're out at Walmart or Target stop, stops you and gives you a compliment, that's because there's always someone watching. I'm very cognizant of that all the time. I'm cognizant of it. You know, when I get up and I go to the commissary, when I go to the BX, like I'm just cognizant of it. And I, and I always have. I'm always about putting your best foot forward. I'm having to make a lot of changes, like I said, because in Hawaii, it's so casual. So I'm trying to find like, what is the put together casual look that I want to put forth here? So it's really about, you know, taking the time to invest in your appearance, you know, and, you know, even a couple of weeks ago, me and my husband, you know, like I said, we celebrate our 20 year anniversary. You know, I did a little bit of shopping, just a a little bit of damage. But one of the things that I love to wear is just plain T-shirts. And, you know, I took that time that weekend and I really, you know, I know it's just a T-shirt, but I bought a couple of elevated, you know, elevated T-shirts, you know, I, I, they're not $5 that I can get at Target, but they're a little bit more elevated. So they're going to wash better. They're going to feel softer and lay better on your skin. They're not going to wrinkle so much. I mean, it's just an elevated look, but because I care so much about my appearance and how I present myself to the world. I'm willing to invest that money. And so that is another way. And I'm I'm telling you specifically for the ladies. I feel like men can get away with a lot of different things. My husband, you know, he has, you know, polos and, you know, dress pants. And then, you know, he's in uniform most of the time. But there are certain things like he can just you know, get away with it and bend on a couple of things just because, you know, he's a guy and he doesn't have a ton of options like women do. But I'm saying there's so many different options. I'm, I'm so very cognizant of how I present myself. And so investing in your appearance, I think it should be on everyone's list. Like everyone's list is not the is not going to be the same. How you want to invest in your own self-care and how you feel good and how you you know, how you show up every day, but I definitely think appearance should, should be in there. You know, I, you know, there are certain times I zoom in on people's handbags. I zoom right in. I'm like, that's a quality handbag. You know, I can tell that's a quality handbag. I can look at her earrings and tell, oh, those are, oh, those are that brand of earrings. Wow. Or, you know, those flip-flops. Um, we were at a Christmas party and there was someone there with a designer wallet. It was just a wallet, but I was sitting there talking to my husband and I just zoomed in on it and I looked at him and I said, oh my gosh, like, look at her wallet. It's this and this. And you know, the wallet, the wallet cost about $800, but it's a beautiful, I mean, it's just beautifully crafted wallet. And you know, for her, that's a great investment, you know, and that that's going to last maybe a lifetime. That's probably an investment piece she can pass down to her daughter or her children or someone, you know, in her family. And so I think really being cognizant of how we are presenting ourselves, people, people, people notice, I notice, I notice, you know, all those little things, I, I think just really, you know, being put together and smelling good and looking good every day when you come into contact with people, I think it just really shows an effort that you that you care, that um, that you're mindful of how you go out into the world. 
because I do believe that the way we feel on the inside is reflected on the outside. So, okay, so we're almost done. We're at number four. And I would say investing in your quality of sleep, your quality of sleep. Okay, that goes down to your sheets, your mattress, your pillows. Um, me and my husband, we invested in these pillows and I think they're, they were about $75 each, but then he got another pillow that was like 150, but they're, you know, like when our twenties, we were never thinking about, you know, investing in quality pillows. You know, we were never thinking about that. We were just young kids and, you know, we just went to sleep, you know? So most of us are just like that. You know, we just go to sleep. But as we've gotten older and, you know, how we want to sleep and how we want to feel when we wake up, that's another thing. It's one way to go to sleep. But then when you wake up feeling achy or you don't you didn't feel like you got a really good, you know, a really good, long, deep sleep. I think that starts to make you rethink, you know, what are my pillows like? What are my sheets like? You know, I just recently, or maybe about six months ago, got some sheets that are like, they're supposed to be like air cool. It's supposed to be really cool, but they're great. They're great sheets. And I find that I sleep better with them than just, you know, like a really cheap, you know, low thread count sheet. And so investing in those things makes such a big difference in how you sleep at night, guys. I'm telling you. So I actually bought a new mattress. We had a great mattress before. We had it for 10 years. They say you're supposed to replace your mattress every 10 years. We had it for about 10 years and it slept amazing. I went out and got a new mattress, a whole new bedroom set. I think it was about 2021 and I hate it. I just do. I'm just like, oh, why did I buy this? And so we've having you know, to do so many things to the mattress to make it better. But I would definitely say I wish I would have just kept the other one. I know it it was, I know it had been over 10 years, but now I just, I'm like, oh, but it's just something we're living with right now. It's kind of hard, especially being a military family. Even, like I said, I got a new bedroom set in 2021 and it's now it's kind of nicked up since we've been here and the way that they moved it. So my husband really, he wants to really, you know, invest in a sleep number. But then he's like, we have at least, you know, two or three more moves. He was like, do I really want to, you know, have the movers, you know, dumping around my sleep number all over the place like like they did this one? So it's something that we're definitely considering. It's a substantial investment but the quality of sleep that you that you're going to get I'm telling you and specifically with my husband's job being so busy and everything like that it's just important to us and it might be something that you're already you like I have a sleep number I have quality pillows I have these type of you know sheets you know whatever that thing is that makes you you feel good in your sleep I would highly recommend that you do it because I'm telling you, a good night's sleep is everything. So let's get into the last and final investment into yourself. And that would be investing in your personal growth. Now, I've talked about this during many different podcasts, but let's just keep going with it because I think it's worth repeating 
But investing in your personal growth is something you can't put a number on that. You can't really put a number on that. I know some people think some things aren't necessarily worth it, but I would say depending on how much you want to grow, how much you want to change, how much you want to go to that next level in your life, I think will depend on how much you're going to invest in your own personal growth. Some things you can do for free, like I said earlier, but some things are going to cost you some serious money. (laughs) So a couple of years ago, me and my husband, both, we are married, but we're also individuals. And so we're both on, you know, journeys to, you know, increasing, you know, our personal growth, being becoming the best version of ourselves. And so we both invested in programs that were expensive in order to just become the best version of ourselves. Um, he invested in a, a personal speaking program. And at first he wasn't really sure about it. And he asked me like, what do you think about this? And he told me the dollar amount. And I was like, go for it. Pretty much every time he asked me something, like whether it's, you know, should I take this class or should I go and do this or should I go that? Nine times out of 10, I'm going to tell him to go for it because I want him to be the best version of himself. Because when he's the best version of himself, then I know he's going to be a great husband. I know he's going to be a great father. I know he's going to be happier overall as an individual. So it's really not about us trying to necessarily work on our marriage together. It's him really working on himself to be the best version of himself. And when he does that, he puts his best foot forward in every aspect of his life. Around that same time as well, I invested in a high level etiquette program. I don't know what made me want to do it, but I just thought, hmm, I think this would be really good for me. And we went over everything from public speaking, um, online speaking, um, how to properly dress, um, the proper undergarments for a woman to wear, how to dine. I mean, I never knew there were different ways of dining, um, how to exchange a business card, how to greet people. I mean, we went over the whole shebang. And then I took two trips um, to Texas to go to a couple of conferences. And that really, it really changed me. It really, really changed me. Like I said, I did have to spend some money I ha- and I had to, you know, travel by myself, which I would encourage everyone also, you have to take solo trips. Like as a spouse, as a military spouse, taking a solo trip is probably one of the best things I've ever done because <laughs> I don't have to worry about anybody but me. And it's so relaxing. It's such a good getaway, but that's a completely different topic. Let me stay, let me stay where I'm supposed to be. But yeah, so I invested in that program. It was amazing. And I didn't even realize it, but I ended up needing it, you know, and but I was prepared. And I think that that's the one thing, like I said, I didn't really know why I wanted to take it. But then, you know, opportunities came up that actually prepared me for, you know, prepared me. And I was and I was so, you know, happy that I took it. I enjoyed it. It was it was my space. It it was completely me. And so I would say if you think or if you want to invest in something like a program, 
personal develop, maybe a class you need to take. And I'm not necessarily talking about anything that's dealing with getting a master's or a bachelor's or anything like that. I'm talking about like if you want to take, like I said, I took an etiquette class. My husband took like a public speaking, you know, maybe maybe you want to be like a resilience trainer or, you know, I'm trying I'm trying to think of something else. Maybe you know, you would like to get into like suicide pre- prevention or maybe, you know, just different things like that. Kind of think in that realm. Don't necessarily think, OK, I'm going to school to get this degree. Personal development is really just about doing things that are aligned with your values that you're like, hmm, I think that would really help me. I think this seminar would really help me. I think this conference would really help me. You know, if it's just a one day class, I think this would really help me. And like I said, like I name a couple of class, like you want to be a certified public speaker. You want to be a resilience trainer. Um, you know, the Air Force and I'm pretty sure other services have like suicide prevention trainers. Like if you want to do certain things like that. And so really investing, you know, investment is going to what is the investment? Could it be, it could be money. It could be your time. You know, it could be your energy, you know, whatever it is. I think personal development is, you know, one of the most important things that you could do for yourself. Because like I said earlier, it's, yeah, you're investing in a thing or program, maybe, you know, a good pair of shoes or investing, like I said, in a, a nice bed. But what you're really investing in is your quality of life. So I want everyone to think through those five things today when it comes to investing in yourself. So like I said, number one, invest in your workout gear. But that's an investment in your fitness. And number two, investing in books. Okay, a good book. Oh my gosh, it can change your life. Um, Number three, invest in your appearance. Remember, everyone is looking. Don't ever think that no one is not noticing you. Okay, someone is noticing you. Number four, Investing in your quality of sleep. Believe me, a good night's sleep, oh my gosh, it can change your it can change your life. And number five, investing in your personal growth. I would tell you when I invested in that etiquette class, it just really it changed. It changed a lot of things about me. It changed the way that I carry myself. It changed my posture. It changed my confidence. It changed everything. So I hope that everyone enjoyed today's podcast. I feel like we were just having a great one-on-one conversation and that's how I want it to be. I want it, I want one year listening to this podcast for it not to seem, you know, like I'm just reading off a script. I want it to feel like we're actually having a conversation. So thank you to everyone that was listening. I hope you really enjoyed it. We have another one coming very soon. Have a good day. Bye.